Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. You know what I'm saying? I think you know what I'm saying. Hi, it's Monday. We're in April. We're in April, man. April. I'm glad that, uh, by the way, it's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. I'm glad we weren't on the air with the lame April Fool's crap. Every year I say how lame and stupid it is. You want to know why? Because it's lame and stupid. Bunch of cheesy DJs. Well, it also happened on Sunday. Well, exactly. But I'm glad I didn't have to deal with that garbage. That's, that's <laughs> the point. That's what. Hey, listen, there are three things I think you need to know. Uh, number one. Oh, man. Um, and this is just coming. You may have heard of this. You may have not heard of this. But how about this? Where's that blue wave? This is just being published right now. Rasmussen reports Trump is now at 50% approval. Holy freaking crap. But the media is like, everybody hates him. He's going to be the reason Republicans lose. No, Republicans will be the reason Republicans lose if that happens. Oh, my. Can you... Watch the media get it so wrong again this coming November. Watch it happen again. Oh, man. Wow. 50% approval. How about that? Man, oh, man, oh, man. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, maybe you've heard of this, maybe you haven't. I mean, it's a holiday weekend. You got Passover. You have Easter. Hope you enjoyed both if you celebrate both or one if you do one and none if you do none. I don't care. Um, but <laughs> Is that how you feel? Yes, you do whatever you want to do. Just stay out of my way. Uh, but there is, they're calling it a caravan. There's anywhere from 1,000 to 1,500 reported people. Uh, 80% of them from Honduras. It's funny how they could say there's 80%. About that 80%. Coming up through Mexico on their way to America to cross our border illegally by claiming asylum. Isn't that just nice? Isn't that just great? They're coming up through, somehow they got through the border of Mexico, uh, the southern border of Mexico, and the, the Mexican government is letting them come through. Letting it happen. It's like a big parade. Do, 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 do. If you look at the video, the pictures of these people, most of them are well, like young men. This is not like a bunch of, you know, uh, just, uh, you know, single moms and crap like that. But yeah, it's like an invasion. And they are coming up. They want to get to our border, overwhelm our, our border patrol and, uh, and immigration agents. And you know what they want to do? They want to sit back and, and say, let us in. We're scared because of the stuff in our country. It's, it's not good. And the third thing I think you need to know about this, Trump actually called out everybody, called out Mexico, threatened the whole NAFTA situation. He said Mexico has to stop this. They have to do more to stop this. Um, uh, he, he is threatening, uh, he's, like I said, he's threatening no more DACA deal. He said that's it, no DACA they, these people want DACA. They want in. There'll be no deal on DACA now. Done with it. That's it. Bye-bye. See you later. That's actually part of the last one, I should say. It's almost like a, the caravan and Trump's ripping it. He's the only one ripping it, by the way. So I'll give you a bonus third thing. Do you remember the uh, Pakistani-born IT aides to Debbie Wasserman Schultz and a bunch of Democrats? Oh, yeah. Remember those guys? Yeah. They were brothers. Um, and then they uh, all of a sudden were like embezzling money and who knows what they were doing. Uh, now, the Daily Caller is reporting all 44 Democrats in Congress that hired these Pakistani-born IT aides 
exempted them from background checks. Isn't that just nice? They used a loophole to make sure they wouldn't have to go through those things. But they will be good for the country, right? They'll be good for the country. They'll be good. Oh, yes, very good for the security of our nation. Three things I think you need to know. So there's that. All right, so uh, listen. When Trump screwed up, and he admittedly now screws up and says, I screwed the pooch, and he he should have trusted his instincts and not uh, signed that omnibus. He should have vetoed it. Too little, too late. I get it. Doesn't mean you throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's not good. Don't get me wrong. Um, and I said, and Ryan, you'll back me up with this. I said, you know what? Now Trump needs to become campaign Trump again, right? And I believe that he is. He is now definitely campaign Trump because he is, he went on Twitter and he went absolutely ballistic this weekend. And he went ballistic in person too. Over this caravan. This caravan, they're calling it a caravan, like you think of a caravan, like a Dodge caravan carrying like eight, nine people. It's like, again, reports 1,500 people, over 1,000, over 1,200. Um, I don't know what the exact amount is, but it's younger people. And you know what? We are not the place, the safe haven for the entire world. These people do not love America. They, I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't care. They have a tough time in their country. I don't care. It's terrible. Everybody has a tough time in their country. Doesn't mean you get to come here. Doesn't mean you get to jump the line. This is a bunch of crap. And a story from the Washington Examiner, Mexican officials have aided a Holy Week caravan of over 1,000 immigrants. You know this is the fifth straight year they're doing it? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. According to an account from the Center for Immigration Studies, Mexican authorities have allowed the migrants to drive north with relative ease. A researcher, uh, and she's great on Twitter, for Center for Immigration Studies, her name is Kausha Luna. She said the group Pueblo Sin Fronteras, which aids immigrants, bragged about speeding into Mexico. This group said on Monday, a Monday, Pueblo Sin Fronteras posted a video with the caption, the refugee caravan knocking down borders yesterday in, I don't know how to pronounce it, Huahutan? We'll go with that. Immigration agents abandoned the post when they saw us coming. The people celebrate this first small victory. So Mexican immigration officials literally stepped aside, let these people come around. Why? Because they're headed straight to America. And they want to get here, and they want to say asylum, because they've been told by the coyotes to say certain things like asylum and other stuff, right? And, uh, you know, there's no place to put them. So, of course, what does our country do? Our laws, instead of turning around and sending them right back, we got to bring them in here. We got to say, okay, fine, you'll get a court date in the year 2057. So show up then, and they just disappear and melt into society they'll go into one of these communities that chief magnus here in tucson likes to protect more than the actual people that pay taxes at a higher level here legally that kind of stuff that they like to protect anyway um it says here too uh this reporter from a researcher from the center for immigration studies additionally the group practiced security protocols including formations which called for the men of the group to form a wall around the women and children because they want pictures of that. And they want pictures of our Border Patrol agents taking the men away, and then the kids and the women crying, and then you get all this freaking out all over the world and the media and everything else. That's what they're doing. Moreover, the Central Americans made their way to Mexico's Commission for Refugee Assistance and made calls for better compliance with international and national laws, faster processing of asylum applications, and an increase in acceptance rates. This is what they're doing. They're how, demanding all these things. How much are they paying for this again? Who? Them. The, I, the people making the demands. 
Oh, I, I, I don't, I don't. You mean the the illegals, the people coming here? That would be illegal. Yeah, I don't. Two thousand, five thousand, seven. Who knows what they're paying the coyotes? Who knows? But Mexico's letting it happen. They just walk right through. Walk right through. And uh, you mean this is again? This is like eyewitnesses. This is what's going on. And yet, Mexico's foreign minister, who has now become Baghdad Bob, remember Baghdad Bob from the Iraq Iraq War, where he was just everything's good. We're we're crushing the American forces. Yeah, remember that guy? Well, uh, Luis Vidagare Queso, the Baghdad Bob of Mexico. That's he's the foreign minister, right? He tweeted. Every day, Mexico and the U.S. work together on migration throughout the region. Facts clearly reflect this. An inaccurate news report should not serve to question this strong cooperation. Upholding human dignity and rights is not at odds with the rule of law. Happy Easter. He did that yesterday. Um, What is inaccurate about this? I've seen the pictures. I've seen the videos. Have you? This is why I spent the weekend. I was looking at this stuff. I was fascinated and mad. And I'm sitting here saying, what the heck is going on right now? And this guy's acting, oh, there's an inaccurate news. Inaccurate? What? Inaccurate? Are you crazy? Matter of fact, let's hear uh, number 106. While going to uh, church with his wife and I believe, uh, what's the other daughter? Tiffany. Yes, thank you, Tiffany. You're welcome. Trump stopped as reporters were uh, yelling things at him. And uh, you want campaign Trump? I'll tell you what he said on Twitter in a second. But this is campaign Trump. He looked at the media and he said this. Here we go. Mexico has got to help us at the border. If they're not going to help us at the border, it's a very sad thing between two countries. Mexico has got to help us at the border. And a lot of people are coming in because they want to take advantage of DACA. And we're going to have to really see. They had a great chance. The Democrats blew it. They had a great, great chance. But we'll have to take a look. But Mexico has got to help us at the border. They flow right through Mexico. They send it into the United States. Can't happen that way anymore. Thank you. Can't happen that way anymore. He's calling him out. You want to know what he said on Twitter as well? I bet you do, Panama Red. I bet you do. Uh, here's one thing. I'll get to. I'll get to what. Um, when, what Trump said, he was mad. As you could hear, he's mad. But here's like my observation that I think is the the most important. Why isn't anybody else mad? Where are other Republicans and even Democrats? I mean, Democrats obviously don't care about the country, but neither do neither do Republicans. How come Trump's the only one that called out Mexico for not enforcing laws for allowing this to happen? How come Trump's the only one that's upset and says we can't just have 1,500 people just walk right across our border? We can't have this stuff. If you have no border, you have no country. You are no country. You are just a you're a landmass. What does that mean? Let me ask you this. If you, you have a home, right? What if there's no border? Do you really have a home? Can Anybody can go up there and go in there. Anybody could claim property rights to it. Anybody could claim that it's theirs. They could do what they want. No laws, nothing. So yes, your border, your home, you have a you have a border, you own a certain amount of land. That's yours. Same thing with our country. And McCain, Flake, nobody. So Trump said, and no more DACA, right? He said that. 
uh, Flake, his only tweet was, there are plenty of lawmakers on both sides of the aisle who stand ready to work with the administration on legislation to protect DACA kids who call America home. Let's do it. Nothing like, hey, this is ridiculous that these 1,500 people are walking across Mexico to America to cross our border illegally and cut the line and do all this stuff. Nothing from Jeff Flake on that. You want to know why? Because he's a bad, bad, bad human being. He's a bad person. Doesn't care about America. He doesn't give a crap. Doesn't care about Americans. He's horrible. He is a fraud. He is a joke. He is. Uh, he's showing exactly what he is. He. I dare I say he's a traitor, because he never actually wants to do stuff for Americans. It looks like instead, what is he wanting to do things for people that aren't American? People that want to change this country fundamentally. That's what Jeff Flake is all about. That's it. Well, you know, I've done things for you know, water and things like that. Well, great. Fantastic. Very important. Very important. Um, you got to be kidding me. He's hanging out, by the way, with Corey Wacko Booker. I'm looking at his Twitter line. Uh, two senators held a snowball duel outside the U.S. Capitol. Well, there you go. Thanks for working on that, Jeff Flake. As 1,500 people are coming to this country to be illegal aliens. And mooch off the system. We don't know who the hell they are. They could be MS-13 gang members. We don't know. It's a bunch of young men. It, most of them look like a bunch of young men. And you get moron Jeff Flake having a snowball fight with Cory Booker. A wacko. A whack job. Who wants to run for president in 2020? Maybe Jeff Flake will be his VP. We'll continue. What did Trump say on Twitter? Wait till you hear it. And what do you think about that, by the way? That nobody else is upset about this in Washington, D.C., it seems like. Nobody else. Silence. Silence. We'll continue in about uh, four minutes. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Fuck. 6.30, thank you for hanging out. Uh, it is going to be a warm one today, but it's still going to be nice. Highs in the mid-80s today. We're at 54 right now. Just sunny and warm. Uh, we could hit 90 by Thursday and then 90 on Saturday. And then, uh, I mean, we're getting up there, upper upper 80s, low 90s. And you know, like in the sun, it feels like it's 10 degrees warmer. So uh, the the warm weather is now here. Uh, by the way, the Trumpster just tweeted a minute ago. So fun to watch fake news networks among the most dishonest groups of people I've ever dealt with. Criticize Sinclair Broadcasting for being biased. Sinclair is far superior to CNN, even more fake than NBC, which is a total joke. Yeah, there. Somebody, uh, Joe Scarborough, compared Sinclair board broadcasting to uh, state-run media in the USSR, the old USSR. They have absolutely nothing in common, but whatever. Anyway, so uh, the Trumpster this past weekend just went uh, ballistic, as he should. He said, "Border Patrol agents on Twitter. Border Patrol agents are not allowed to properly do their job at the border because of ridiculous liberal Democrat laws like catch and release." But those are also Flake and McCain-type laws and Rubio as well. Anyway, getting more dangerous, he writes. Caravans coming. Republicans must go to nuclear option to pass tough laws now. And in caps, no more DACA deal. Is this making you feel any better after the omnibus? Again, I think he's realizing he needs to get back to his... Uh, he needs to reset. Maybe he got a little lost in the swamp. He needs to reset. He then tweeted out an hour later... Mexico is doing very little, if not nothing, at stopping people from flowing into Mexico through their southern border and then into the U.S. They laugh at our dumb immigration laws. They must stop 
the big drug and people flows, or I will stop their cash cow, NAFTA. Need wall. And then he tweets, these big flows of people are all trying to take advantage of DACA. They want in on the act. Then he tweets, Mexico, two hours, that was, that was yesterday. 23 hours ago. Now two hours ago, early this morning. I'm prepping, all of a sudden he's firing off tweets. Mexico has the absolute power not to let these large caravans of people enter their country. They must stop them at their northern border, which they can do because their border laws work. Not allow them to pass through into our country, which has no effective border laws. Congress must immediately pass border legislation, use nuclear options if necessary to stop the massive inflow of drugs and people. Border patrol agents and ICE are great, but the weak Dems, uh, Dem laws don't let them do their job. Don't allow them to do their job. Act now, Congress. Our country is being stolen. This is the Trump you voted for. The one who, no other politician has the guts to call out another country like that. That's why we love Trump, right? Then he tweeted out also just a minute after that, or a couple minutes, DACA is dead because the Democrats didn't care or act, and now everyone wants to get under the DACA bandwagon. No longer works. Must build wall and secure our borders with proper border legislation. Democrats want no borders, hence drugs and crime. And just 25 minutes ago, Mexico is making a fortune on NAFTA. They've been strong border. They have strong border laws, very strong border laws. Ours are pathetic. With all the money they make from the U.S., hopefully they'll stop the people from coming through their country and into ours, at least until Congress changes our immigration laws. This is the Trump that got elected. This is the Trump that you wanted because he said the things that we were thinking. I know it doesn't make up for the omnibus, but if you sit back and don't vote in November because... Trump signed the obvious uh, omnibus and got rolled, and we know it, and he knows it. Then we're totally screwed. He's calling out everybody right now. Where's Paul Ryan? Where's Mitch McConnell? Where are these Republican leaders to say, this is ridiculous, these people are headed here? Why do they think they have the right to do it? There's nothing from them, nothing. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Hit me up on Twitter, at Garrett Lewis. Email me, Garrett at KNST.com. Much more to talk about, including I just showed you the evidence. I'll even put the video on my page. I got to find the video. I see it on a tweet. I'm sure it's on YouTube of these people coming up, coming through. It's actually happening. It's being reported. Mexican, again, immigration agents literally walk, uh, walked away from their post to let these people walk through Mexico to get to America. And they're, they're getting close. You have to hear what some Democrat said about Trump after he accused Mexico of letting this happen. That's coming up in about uh, five minutes. Here's the latest right now from Fox. Talk. Hello, 641. It's your morning ritual, and I'm thankful you're here. Monday, May 2nd. I'm sorry, April 2nd. May. You can't believe that we're in April already. The whole alliteration thing got me. There are three things I think you need to know. Number one, the Trumpster has hit 50% approval in Rasmussen. This is a shock. I'm about to tweet this. Uh, tweet it out so you can follow me there, at Garrett Lewis. I'll put it on my Facebook page as well. You can comment as well. I mean, this is um, this is pretty incredible. Man, oh man, oh man. Uh, there's more to this that we'll talk about as well, but 50%. Second thing that I think you need to know, there is a uh, caravan, as the media calls it. It's a group of about 1,000 to 1,500 people. Uh, 80% from Honduras, making their way through Mexico, trying to get into this country illegally, claiming asylum. Trump is the only politician that is calling out Mexico to stop this and basically calling him out for letting it happen, which they have. Uh, he's threatening them by uh, taking away NAFTA, says we need the wall. He keeps retweeting about this. He made public statements about it. No other politician is saying anything about it. Uh, 
This is why we elected him. This is campaign Trump. It's about time he's back. Really sad that no other politician is saying anything about this publicly. What the hell is wrong with them? Votes? Yeah, well, this is why they're going to lose their jobs. Uh, third thing, I think you need to know, this is actually a big thing right here. Uh, I, I change it up as I, in my mind, think what's more important, what's you know not as important. Story from the Washington Free Beacon. The Communist Party in China has put together an aggressive program to steal American science and technology information by recruiting Americans in the tech sector with access to trade secrets. They, are, they literally have a directive. It's a secret program, not so secret anymore, authorized by the General Office of the Communist Party of China, the Central Committee. This is what they want, to steal our technology and our science because they're not smart enough to create it like us. And they want to go after Americans that could be traitors or get paid off or who knows. This is why China is an enemy. And at least Trump is calling them out for it. No other president really has. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, again, the question of the, I hate doing question of the day, but this is the question of the day. Why is no other politician, no other Republican, not even a Democrat, upset with 1,500 people trying to cross our border illegally to get free stuff? To keep wages down. Break our laws. Why are you not upset about this? Why you can't do this? No other country would accept this. None. But we have to. So the pictures are out. The videos are out. It's all there. This is all happening. And it looks like it's a lot. By the way, uh, out of the 1,500 people, a lot of them are guys that look like they're in their 20s. Stay and fight for your own country. That's what needs to happen. Stay and fight for your own country. This is not good. We don't know who these people are. Nothing. Nothing, right? So, despite the fact that we, uh, you, we get the reports, and I read one earlier about, uh, what, uh, 35 minutes ago? Right? 35 minutes ago. Um, it turns out that um, there are actual Democratic politicians that claim the president is losing his mind by stating the facts. Again, the pictures, the videos, they are all there. They're all there. And we have the story again from Center for Immigration Studies where they say this group, Pueblo Sin Fronteras, they're the ones that organized this whole thing. And they, they put, they, they, this own group put out a statement. On Monday, Pueblo Sin Fronteras posted a video with the caption, the refugee caravan knocking down borders yesterday in Huahuten, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Immigration agents abandoned the post when they saw us coming. The people celebrate this small First small victory. So Trump calls him out, and then you get this wackadoo, Stephen Cohen, Democratic lawmaker from Tennessee. We play what he has to say. He goes on uh, MSNBC, number 107, and he claims that Trump literally is out of his mind when he makes these claims. Listen to this. Makes me concerned about their already fragile grip on reality that the president has. (laughs) This is all fantasy. It's either Fox News or it's fantasy. And, and, you know, it, I watched him on TV talking about the DACA and, and the immigrants from Mexico with his arm around his wife. His wife, of course, is a Serbian immigrant who was fortunate enough to be very attractive, what? come to this country and catch a, a billionaire. And because of that, she got a Einstein uh, visa wow. uh, grant and she became a citizen. Um, I mean, it's ludicrous. How about that, huh? His fragile state of mind, and his wife only got here legally because she's good-looking, caught a billionaire. But that's not sexist. 
That's not a shot, right? She only speaks five languages. You're right. She's not smart. She wouldn't add to the country. You're right. Mm-hmm. Excellent. 880-KNST, 880-5678. It's, uh, it's, again, pretty disgusting as to what, uh, what happens here. And, again, everybody's okay with that in the media. This is why they're a joke. And it's why you shouldn't literally, you literally should not even believe things that they report because they're just, they're, they're, they're awful. I mean, look at this. You know what else Trump did over the weekend on Twitter? Called out uh, Jerry Brown, the governor of California. You know what he, you know what Jerry Brown did? Cry? Well, they are threatening to arrest the Orange County Sheriff, right? Because Orange County voted to say, we're done with this. We don't want to be part of your sanctuary city law or sanctuary state law. And the, and the sheriff started putting out every prisoner, including illegal aliens, all their info on websites so ICE can see them and pick them up if they want to pick them up. So Jerry Brown is threatening, along with their attorney general, to arrest this sheriff. Well, to try to stick it to Trump and Orange County, uh, Jerry Brown pardoned five criminal illegal aliens. And they committed some pretty bad crimes. So Trump, Called him out on this. Governor Jerry Moonbean Brown, he tweeted this on uh, uh, Saturday morning. Governor Jerry Moonbeam Brown pardoned five criminal illegal aliens whose crimes include one, kidnapping and robbery, two, badly beating wife and threatening a crime with intent to terrorize, three, dealing drugs. Is this what, is this really what the great people of California want? What other politician? would call out the governor of California like that. Again, this is, this is campaign Trump. Campaign Trump. This is insane. Let's go to Shane. Shane, welcome to KNST. How you doing? Good morning, Garrett. Great show. Thanks, hey, man. I just had to call in about the, the uh, caravan coming through Mexico. My fiance is actually from Mexico, legal immigrant, uh, very educated. She wouldn't believe me when I told her about the story, and I had to go show her. We were talking about it over the weekend. And she, when she was younger in Mexico, living in Mexico, she almost got deported from Mexico because she was traveling and she had lost her papers. And, and they threatened her with deporting to like Guatemala, telling her she looked like she was from Guatemala. That's how serious the immigration checkpoints are in Mexico. So she, she literally would not believe me until I showed her the story. And she's, you know, just aghast. She could not believe that the, the border patrol, the agents down there were just walking away and letting these people through. So even Mexicans are just bowled over by what they're doing. Jeez. This is insane. This is insane. So she, I mean, so she lived through and has evidence of how tough Mexico is with their immigration laws. Yes. When she was younger, she was traveling by bus. She lost her papers. And when they hit the checkpoint, they took her aside. She had to call her family and say, come get me. They're going to deport me. Now, uh, and again, let's go back to the other thing. She didn't believe you when you said there's a whole group of people, 1,500 people coming up across the border? Yeah. And what yeah. About- her, her, mother, her mother's visiting for Easter, and we were at dinner, and I was explaining over the weekend and telling her about this story. And one of the things she said, oh, that can't be happening. They're really tough in Mexico about immigration. And, and I had to go show her the actual story from the Mexican uh, articles, because I'm bilingual, too, and speak Spanish, and there's whole articles that are explaining how the Border Patrol down there, the immigration checkpoints, are literally just walking away from the checkpoints and letting the people go through. So there be, that's being reported that way in Mexican newspapers? Yes. And then you just heard that politician 
uh, just say that uh, Trump's losing his mind. This isn't actually happening. And, and you remember, um, what was it, like three years ago, Garrett, when the huge immigration, the influx from Central America? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and there was a few, there was actually a few senators who actually wished to help those countries and say, hey, let's go build immigration centers down there and ship these people back. We'll create jobs. We'll help their economies. But all the deep state here didn't want to do it. They just want to let them into the United mm-hmm. States. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, you sit back and say, why is only Trump saying this stuff? Because there is, I guess, the deep state. Because you have big business and they're huge and they're very powerful and cheap labor and you name it. They're just very, very powerful. And they, well, want, if, they want to change the country. If people don't wake up and look at this and say, we need to give Trump a majority. We need, we need to go this fall and we need to make sure he has a majority, a supermajority to be able to get things passed, because then there's no excuse. You're right. That's why I tell people, look, I, I, I hope that uh, Kelly Ward pulls it out. But for some reason, you know, look, she's going to have it against her because she has the whole establishment backing Martha McSally. But if Martha does win, you can't sit back and not vote. Let Kirsten Sinema be the next senator. Can't do it. No, definitely not. And a great show. And hey, just a suggestion. I'd love to hear what Sheriff Joe has to say about, um, like, can Jerry Brown arrest the sheriff? I would think Sheriff Joe, with all his experience, would know about that. Sheriff Joe would talk about what Sheriff Joe would do. It would be all about Sheriff Joe and Sheriff Joe and Sheriff Joe and Sheriff Joe. Joe. So there's that. Sheriff Joe would arm with Jerry Brown. Sheriff Joe would talk about himself in the third person. Sheriff Joe and Sheriff Joe and Sheriff Joe. So so there's that. But thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for sharing that story about about your uh, fiancé. And and I wish you the best of luck, okay? Happy Easter. You take care. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. 652. We'll have more of this coming up at uh, 710. We have other stories we need to get to as well. A bunch of high school students walked out in favor of the Second Amendment. That's right. We'll get to that as well. Don't go anywhere. It's your morning ritual. Me, Gary Lewis. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200-200. All right, what's up? It's 707, Monday, April 2nd. Garrett Lewis with you because it is your morning ritual right here on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things I think you need to know. Caravan, they call it a caravan. It's such a bad word, isn't it? Large group of people, 1,500 people making their way up from the Honduras-Mexico border to America. Mexican authorities, immigration authorities stepping aside, letting these people walk right through. 80% are Honduran. They want to get to America and say, we need asylum. I saw a great uh, tweet. Why doesn't Mexico offer them asylum? Because apparently it sucks there, I guess. That's why they want to come here. I don't I don't know. Who are these people? Mexico doesn't want them there, obviously. So anyway, this is bad. And yet the only politician calling this out and saying this is a danger that I've seen is Donald Trump. It's campaign Trump. He's back. He is calling out Mexico on Twitter. Uh, he said it to the press. Mexico needs to do their job. They need to do more to stop this group of people. Why are they not doing this? Uh, you know what? If they don't, they don't do anything. I will cut off their their cash flow, which is NAFTA. We need the wall. I mean, he's calling out Dems. He said, "You you got we we need uh, we need to have the the Dem policies go away. It's stopping Border Patrol from being able to do their job and stop these people." He's going full Trump. This is campaign Don. He's back. He's screwed up big time, bigly in the omnibus, and he's back. He's getting tough. 
That's a big deal. And by the way, he also said no more DACA. No more DACA deal. It's done. And he wants the uh, nuclear option. He wants the 51 votes to pass stuff, not 60 in the Senate. And this stupid Republicans, Mitch McConnell, that friggin' ventriloquist, where that guy talks without his mouth moving anyway, uh, he won't do it because he's part of the swamp. And I think you're going to start to see Trump calling out these people more and more and more. Second thing I think you need to know, uh, you shouldn't be worried about it, Trump has now popped a 50% approval rating. 50%, according to Rasmussen. Their daily presidential tracking poll now shows 50% of likely U.S. voters approve of the job he's doing. 49% disapprove. This is a big deal. Also in this, by the way, only 15% of all voters think Congress is doing a good or excellent job. And it says here, rumors about Paul Ryan stepping down. While he's liked by strong majority Republicans, they wouldn't be sad to see him go, according to polling from Rasmussen. How about that? Democrats and libs upset. And it says here about uh, adding a citizenship question for the upcoming 2020 census. But 66% of Americans agree the census should ask respondents whether they're citizens of the U.S. Everything that he's doing is liked by people. Except the omnibus, of course. Uh, third thing, I think you need to know China. It's coming out. Their communist government, you know what they've done? They have issued a directive to try to get Americans uh, in, in science and tech to play ball with the Chinese uh, communist government and steal all kinds of information, American science and tech info, steal it and give it to the Chicoms. China is a flat-out major enemy, and uh, this, is what, this is what their government wants to do, the bunch of commies. And there's a big story in the Washington Free Beacon about this. I'll put it on my Facebook page a little bit later. Yeah, party directive, increase Chinese theft of U.S. technology. It's a big deal. Three things I think you need to know. All right. So we have that. Now let's go back to the beginning of this story. Right? It, it's, uh, it's a big thing. Now the reason we know about this, and I should have mentioned it, is that there was a, there's a BuzzFeed reporter named Adolfo Flores. He's been embedded with this huge caravan of Central Americans, 80% of them from Honduras. Uh, they're headed to America. No one in Mexico. It says here, and no one in Mexico dares to stop them. They're not the only ones that are reporting that, by the way. This is 1,500 people from Central America, mostly from Honduras, that are making their way through Mexico, where Mexico would literally stop people. They have strong immigration laws. They keep their army on their southern border. But look at the story right here from BuzzFeed. You ready for this? Taking a drag from her cigarette, a Mexican immigration agent looked out toward a caravan of migrants that grew larger with each step they took on the two-lane highway. When the agent who'd covered who, who covered her let's say when the agent who'd covered her uniform with an orange and white shawl learned that the Central American migrants heading her way numbered more than a thousand, she took off at a restaurant across the street. "Quote: I'm going to have a relaxing Coke," she told BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed News. For five days now, hundreds of Central Americans, this is March 31st, by the way, it's way more than that. Children, women, men, most from Honduras, have boldly crossed immigration checkpoints, military bases, and a police, and police in a desperate, sometimes chaotic march toward the U.S. Despite their being in Mexico without authorization, no one has made any effort to stop them. So again, Mexico has literally said, we're turning a blind eye. Organized by a group of volunteers called Pueblo Sin Fronteras, or People Without Borders, the caravan is intended to help migrants safely reach the United States. 
bypassing authorities who would seek to deport them, but gangs and cartels who are known to assault vulnerable migrants. So they want to get rid of, uh, get away from authorities and get away from gang members and cartels. So they say. So they say. So this is happening. And the question is, why is Trump the only politician from either side to say this is wrong? When did it become like not PC or people afraid to say you can't have people just all of a sudden converge on our border and act like they could just walk right in and we're supposed to just take them because they say asylum and we're scared. And then when they get here, you know what happens? They get a piece of paper. Hey, appear in court to plead your asylum case, you know, in two years, three years, whatever it is. And they just, they never show up. They just disappear into America. It's like we have no border. We have nothing. So these people are doing this. And by the way, I have a video. I have a video I'll put up on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. And you'll see the amount of people. And it looks like a lot of young men, ages from 18, maybe 15, to 35, 40 years old. They're supposed to help their own country. I played you that video earlier. Yeah, that's the one I'm going to put on. That's the one I found on YouTube also. I mean, it's, it's a bunch of men that can be doing things in their own country. And now they want to come into our country. This is not right. Not right at all. Did you hear about this over the weekend? Why is John McCain not saying anything? Why is Jeff Flake not saying anything? Trump's the only one. He said DACA is now dead. They want to jump on the DACA train. Democrats blew it. It's dead. Everything I just told you. Trump's the only one that's speaking out against this. As a matter of fact, let's even play the soundbite. This is very important. Because once again, Trump screwed up bigly by signing that omnibus bill. I know, and I've talked about the stories too, about how he can take the money and reallocate it. Until that happens, I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. Uh, So he admittedly did this, and I told you, he needs to go back to campaign Don. And he's going back to campaign Don. Uh, Yeah, 106. Cool. This is what he said right before he went to uh, Easter services with his wife and his daughter. uh, What's her name again? Tiffany. Tiffany, thank you. The one from Marla Maples. Uh, This is what he told the reporters. Listen to this. Mexico has got to help us at the border. If they're not going to help us at the border, it's a very sad thing between two countries. Mexico has got to help us at the border. And a lot of people are coming in because they want to take advantage of DACA. And we're going to have to really see. They had a great chance. The Democrats blew it. They had a great, great chance. But we'll have to take a look. But Mexico has got to help us at the border. They flow right through Mexico. They send them into the United States. Can't happen that way anymore. Thank you. So no other politician is saying a word about it. Where's Martha McSally on this? Right? Where's Martha? Nothing from Martha on this? Huh. Uh, Martha tweeted a happy Passover. She tweeted a happy Easter. Um, she was at Catalina State Park for the Teen Challenge, Easter Sunrise Service, all this stuff. Nothing from the Border Hawk, Martha McSally. Why? What? I don't understand why good old Martha, who again is just so, so very tough on the border and wants to make sure we're protected, has, is silent. Silent Martha. Is it because her uh, her PR firm hasn't basically, I, I guess, 
briefed her on it, figured out if it's good or not good to talk about. You know, I'll send a um, a message over to Kelly Ward's people. Maybe she has something to say on it because Martha doesn't. I'll try Martha. Oh, you, know, you try Martha. Yeah. I'll try Kelly. Yours won't work. Mine will. And we'll go from there. But this is this is really uh, this is really terrible. What's happening? Um, this is a danger to our country, and nobody really is talking about it. And it's been happening since March twenty fifth. March twenty fifth. These people want to get here, and they will cross the border illegally. They started a month long journey in Tapachula. Am I saying that correctly? Chiapas, near the Guatemala Mexico border. Chiapas. Chiapas, thank you. Around 7 a.m. on Sunday, March 25th in Guatemala. And it says here, there's a story on uh, the Lid blog, they faced no objections as they passed through the Mexican checkpoints. No objections, like I just told you. Um, Before setting out on the journey, this is what uh, BuzzFeed reporter Adolfo Flores, who's embedded, is what he reported. Before setting out on the journey, the migrants were organized into groups of 10 to 15 people, and a leader was designated for each group. Five groups were then banded together in what organizers call a sector. While there were organizers from Pueblos Sin Fronteras leading the way, much of the effort to get to to the U.S. border is in the hands of the migrants themselves. They've been organized into security, food, and logistics committees. Organizers say it's meant to help the migrants empower themselves. So we literally have people... Um, groups organizing people on ways to get into our country illegally. The caravan propels itself forward using whatever it can. Sometimes that means packing into the back of a truck, negotiating lower rates for vans, hitching a ride on the back of empty big rigs from whatever town they're in. The group sleeps in town plazas, local townspeople and churches feed them. This is what is happening. In Mexico, there are people that go up and uh, they bring bread and ham for the people as they walk through. They're like cheering them on. A BuzzFeed reporter on the site says organizers estimate that about two-thirds of the people in the caravan plan to cross in the U.S. undetected or by asking for asylum protection. Others will just attempt to enter illegally. Right? Um, It says here many of the Hondurans are fleeing the country because of the high crime rate, according to the Pueblos Sin Fronteras Facebook page. How is that our problem? Right? How is that our problem? Again, why isn't anybody in Mexico, why isn't the government of Mexico offering them asylum? Why? 880-KNST, 880-5678. You can comment on this. Can he hang through? Because I want to get him, but we have to break. We have to, we have to take a quick break. We'll get your reaction. I mean, I know I'm going to get hit up by Border Patrol agents, retired ones. We have one retired immigration inspector that wants to talk about this as well. Uh, we'll get their, their uh, interpretation of this. But this is really pathetic. And Trump's called out Mexico, and nobody else is. Nobody else is. Martha. Martha McSilent. Anyway, we'll continue in uh, 5. It's 7.20. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Leading talk. 727, thank you for hanging with me. It's going to be uh, sunny today, and we're going to hit about uh, 85, is what I'm being told now. Mid 80s, 85. We're at 58 right now. 
Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like and follow me there because we can stay connected and get your uh, reactions. Uh, by the way, uh, I have a, a, a text into Kelly Ward's peeps. She's traveling through the states, so uh, as long as her cell reception is okay, uh, we should hear back shortly. And I have sent my message to Martha, Martha McSilence. And I, I told him I was not a robot. We'll see if I get a response. <laughs> and by the way, uh, well, thank you for doing that. And I'm not going to hold my breath because I would die. Why? And maybe she'd like that. Anyway, uh, Kelly, uh, Dr. Kelly Ward on her uh, Twitter feed, unlike Martha, uh, retweeted Donald Trump's tweet about border agents not allowed to do their job properly at the border, catch and release, getting more dangerous. The caravans are coming. She retweeted that and said, build the wall, wall not DACA. President Trump needs strong, reliable new reinforcements in the U.S. Senate, not campaign conservatives who cave after being elected. And she linked up the Fox News story about uh, Trump calling out the caravans in Mexico. So at least she's on it, unlike Martha McSilent. So we have that, which is nice. Uh, Mike, thank you for waiting. Welcome to KNSC. How you doing, Garrett? All right, man. What's happening? Uh, I'm a retired CBP officer, and uh, this is nothing new about uh, caravans coming through. Uh, actually, it's... The nothing happens in Mexico without government approval. They've got their thumb on everything, and uh, Mexican immigration officials walking away from their posts when they depend on the uh, the uh, patron system in there for their very jobs uh, could not happen without government direction. So this is Mexico thumbing their nose or poking the U.S. in the eye at, uh, for Trump being elected and for his stand on NAFTA. Uh, you might remember uh, shortly after he was elected, the uh, Mexican officials in, uh, emptied their sewer system into the waters off of the California coast mm-hmm. down in San Isidro. It kind of reminded me of when I was driving along the border, the border uh, fence, uh, the, what fence, and there's, a, there's an obelisk, about a six-foot-tall obelisk with a brass plaque on it, commemorating the Treaty of Hidalgo. And I was amazed to see fresh human feces on top of that obelisk by some illegal, which kind of symbolized how they feel about uh, our country. Uh, Some people say, you know, I don't mind anybody coming to the United States and working. Well, that that type of illegal alien uh, disappeared about 20 years ago. And uh, most of them, and I know this because I worked there, uh, at the ports of entry and asked them why they tried to come in illegally. They said because of the benefits, because of welfare, because of the benefits, uh, the liberal benefits. You see, okay, and, and you, uh, you know this because you're a retired immigration inspector. It's what you told Ryan. Yeah, yeah, I am. So they would tell uh, you because the free stuff. Yeah, the free stuff. It's not for the, the work ethic. Uh, it's uh, for the free stuff. And uh, those are the honest ones. Uh, the criminal aliens are the ones that are being pushed on us because the same way Castro did, emptied his prison center with Miami. You know, it's just their way of getting back at, at uh, Trump for being elected and for uh, trying to get a level playing field in NAFTA. Uh, but I got to tell you, the, we, we need to see more action instead of rhetoric uh, for this caravan uh, because there's a lot of people working on the border that don't think there should be a border. Oh, because I know. They're hard lo- because they're hard locally. I got gotcha. hey, you. Wait, 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 when you say that, you talk about Americans that are Border Patrol agents? Uh, well, I would call them hyphenated Americans that uh, are working, that are wearing the badge and the gun okay. to enforce immigration laws. Uh, and I saw this personally for, for over 10 years. Uh, 
I heard them say, we don't believe there should be a border and that it's a right for them to be able to enter the United States. And it's not. It's a privilege that's governed by law. So you're talking about, uh, okay, hang on a second. You're talking about Border Patrol agents or immigration inspectors? Yeah. Which it, ones? It was, immigration, it was immigration before 9-11, and they combined yeah. everything and made a CBP. So immigration yeah. inspectors yeah. that were, that were yeah. saying that years ago. As a matter of fact, you may be aware of this uh, uh, CBP officer in Douglas that was arrested because he'd been hired and was working in Douglas, and he wasn't even a U.S. citizen. He'd used a, uh, somebody's uh, birth I, I do remember that, yep. Uh, that's not uncommon. That's not uncommon. There's actually, we got an, an official uh, notice from headquarters INS uh, when I was working there not to accept U.S. birth certificates from Star and Cameron County, Texas, because the county clerks were selling them. These wow. are U.S. birth certificates. And, and that's just a microcosm, because on the southern land border, where the Hispanic population is very high, and there's a lot of blood relations across the line, and where there's a lot of money, People are loaning out their their U.S. birth certificates to give to their cousins yeah. to come through the line. That's right. Uh, I look. So, I, I, I've experienced that. My father-in-law ran a uh, lumber company uh, yeah. down in Mississippi, and he said that they would hire people and they'd, they'd show a license, and then they'd find out that that wasn't them on the license, and they'd fire them, yeah. and they'd come back a month later with their cousin's license, who was an right. American citizen, and you can't, can't do anything about it. You can't deny them; you'd get sued. Um, can, well, hang on, hang on a second. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, wait, there is. There's, a, there's something you can do about what? it with U.S. US birth certificates. Because a good inspector well, certificates, yeah. can Not conduct certain. an interview and determine that it's fraud by the questions he asks. Um, but uh, getting your supervisors to uh, take a stand is another another matter. Can you hang on for me uh, for a second? Because you, you also told Ryan that you were special forces. You were in special forces yeah. under Ronald Reagan. Yeah, I was, I was in SF with under Reagan down in Honduras. Okay, can you? Can, I, I want you to hang on. We're running short of time. Can you hang on? I want to hear what you because the people, most of the people, it says here on BuzzFeed, eighty percent of the people in this caravan of people of the fifteen hundred are from Honduras. They say it's horrible there, and you were there. I want to get your take on Honduras. If you can hang on for sure. me, okay. All right, thank sure. you, thank you very much. We'll continue. This is very important. Uh, with Mike, a former uh, retired immigration inspector uh, and special forces, uh, when Reagan was in the White House, uh, we'll get this uh, this perspective coming up in about six minutes. Here's the latest right now from Fox. Just eliminate that unless unnecessary level of bureaucracy, mm -hmm. but directly down to the troops on the ground on the border, and actually to the management in CBP, saying the inspectors on the line. By definition and by law, have the authority to interview every person entering the United States for uh, their bona fides, which which uh, is simply two things. If they're coming to visit, they have to have proof of uh, residence and economic solvency in the in Mexico. Now that's that's been corrupted beyond recognition since they buy those documents from government officials. I I, I frequently found some from the Department of Mexican Department of Transportation hmm. that, that people employ the clerks were selling. But Jeez. that's another they can spot those. They can get to those. Trump can can change the mentality of CBP from service to enforcement and let the inspectors actually deny entry to the ones that they see are committing fraud and. I, I've written about this. It's uh, it's the biggest problem. They've taken the authority away from the inspectors on the line to determine admissibility into the United States. And I actually had one guy coming in complain because I denied him entry. And I, uh, 30 minutes later, I get a call from a congressional representative in New Mexico asking why I'm harassing one of his constituents. Are you serious? Yeah. 
and I said, first of all, how can an illegal alien or a Mexican citizen who's entering illegally be one of your constituents? Uh, and then the phone went dead. But it was a call oh. from Washington, D.C. within 30 minutes of me denying this guy entry. Uh, so President Trump can do a lot by changing the mentality of the management on the, on the border and uh, allowing the inspectors to do their job. Well, okay, and, and but, be- 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 hang on a second. Before we get into um, uh, Honduras, because we're running short on time again, uh, and, y- and you being there as a special forces op, um, you wrote a book. Well, everything you're talking about, is it in your book, and can people get it? Where can they get it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's 10 years on the line, my war on the border. It's all about uh, me having to fight management to do my job. Sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty well known around here. Uh, it's been, it was in the top 10% of Amazon uh, book sales for quite a while. Oh, and, better than uh, Jeff Flake. Good I, for you. It, it, I document because I kept the reports. I kept everything documentary, documentary proof on the corruption. Yeah, another thing, you know, after I got a text from a guy in England, uh, after my book was published, and he said, you know, after your book was published, uh, CBP started doing polygraphs to all the inspectors on the line, on the border. And they were com- these, uh, these guys that do the background investigations uh, for the government, these uh, DOD background investigators, uh, one of them told me, he said, we were shocked to find out that such a high percentage of uh, CBP officers, formerly immigration inspectors, had dual citizenship with Mexico, which is a which is a violation of not only their job but their citizenship in the United States. Yeah. Uh, wow. When you when you when you become a citizen of the United States, you disavow any uh, loyalty, fealty, and all those fancy legal terms to so any foreign president, potentate, or monarch. Uh, and yet, uh, over you know, they were coming up with close to fifty percent of the inspectors. Enforcing supposedly enforcing the immigration laws had dual citizenship with Mexico. This is incredible. Well, I tell you, it is. You, you make you make me feel real happy on a Monday. Uh, really quick, because I got about a minute left. I know. So you were special forces uh, in yeah. in Honduras under uh, President Reagan. Now, one um, these people are claiming that it's terrible there. I'm sure it's not nice. But what's your take on Honduras? And on the you know, I think this is just an invasion and just you know people trying to take over our country and change our country and everything else. I'm sure it's dangerous there, but, you know, when you were in Honduras, it was a long time ago, but what's your take on, on them saying that it's too dangerous to live there? Uh, I doubt. It's not true. It's not true. This is political posturing uh, by people in the United States who are funding this caravan with the assistance of the Mexican government. Now, when I was in Honduras, I was a detachment commander on a Halo team, and uh, we went down there repeatedly uh, near the Nicaraguan border. I'm not going to go into specific operational but I did observe the first trip we went down there. We were supposed to go to a certain battalion, a brigade headquarters, to train some people. Train, excuse me, diplomat, politically correct. Train with them, and we could, they wouldn't let us in in the front gate. And so I got my binocular I was out, and I looked over, over to, inside, and there was marijuana drying on the roofs of the barracks. Jeez, and that's that's why he wouldn't let us in. So we went to another place. Uh, but I was all over Honduras, and. Uh, and it was a fast, it was a great time to be in SF under Reagan because we could snoop and poop and we could do some really cool stuff. And Reagan knew how to use low intensity uh, operators, you know, that weren't splashed all over the headlines uh, to, to be, get stuff done to defeat communism in Central America. And uh, it's not a it's not a 
I've been to Sudan, I've been to Somalia, I've been to uh, a lot of African countries as well, and Honduras is not even close. Uh, there are people that live in the hinterlands, you know, in the countryside that are farmers and stuff, and they make a living. Uh, but this caravan is uh, under a false agenda. It's a public agenda. The hidden agenda is to, uh, and they know our immigration laws better than most immigration inspectors. They know that when they demand refugee status, that they automatically gain entry to the country, and then, uh, of course, they are uh, set up with an appointment to uh, with an immigration judge, most of whom will grant residency because they're liberal and they're appointed by the Democrats. And uh, and they're here. And, you, yeah, they're, and they're, they're here. Yeah, and they're and here. They don't have to leave. I'll give you another example. Uh, when I was working the line uh, one evening, I'll tell you what. Uh, tell you what. Hang, uh, hang, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I tell you what. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna call you after the show. We're gonna have to get you in at some point to talk about your book because you have fascinating stories. And I never interview authors because I find you know me to be more interesting than everybody else. But I find you to be very interesting. Hang on for me, okay, Mike? Hang on for me. We'll do this another time. 751, Ryan, get us more if you don't mind. We'll continue. We're running short on time here on KNST AM 790. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. Aren't we all? Hello. It's uh, it's eight oh eight in the morning, and it's wait, wait. Why would you be tired of that? Well, because, I don't know. I just you know, don't we can't say we Come can't talk here. about this on the air. All right. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, what? By the way, one what? of the one of the parents on my kids' uh, baseball team listens. Oh no! And we're at the game on Saturday. He's like, "Hey, you're going to get yourselves in trouble with your wives if you don't knock it off." Tell them to shut up. <laughs> and I did. Say, "Shut up, like, dude. Shut up, shut up man." <laughs> It's like Fight Club. It's like Fight Club. Exactly. There are no bad comments about wives. Next time, next time, just look at them. Don't even say anything. You just right over the. (laughs) Have you ever seen Old School? The movie Old School. (laughs) Yes, I have. Remember when the guy was like, "Listen, I want to be part of the club," and 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 Luke Wilson's like, and he slaps the guy. (laughs) I didn't mean that, but you can't say anything. (laughs) Next time that guy says something to you about that, you just get it. You get a man slap. That's what it is. 10-4. Thank you. <clears throat> and then he should understand, okay? Did he say it around your wife? No. She wasn't in earshot. But you know how they have that, that super oh, that super. Oh, they'll hear that. Wait, wait. Were you guys talking about me? Did you say something? What? She can't even hear me from the other room half the time. Exactly, because they don't want to, unless they want to. So anyway, mm. three things I think you need to know. Number one, there's a group of 1,500 people. Mostly Hondurans traveling up through the Mexican border all the way up through America. Literally Mexican immigration officials are moving aside to let this group of 1,500 people come through because they want to come to America illegally, claim asylum, sneak on through, whatever it is. Uh, You can see the video on my Facebook page of these people. It's a bunch of, you know, it looks like an invasion of young men. I mean, what is going on here? Uh, Anyway... Uh, Trump is the only politician to actually call out Mexico for letting this happen. Mexico claims that it's an inaccurate news story. Are you kidding me? Why aren't other politicians calling out Mexico? Why aren't other politicians mad that there's a caravan of people? This is just an example. It's so egregious. They could just cross our border like it doesn't even matter. This is ridiculous. 
Trump's threatening, uh, he says, no more DACA, no deal on DACA, nothing like that. We'll talk to Kelly Ward in just a second about that. Um, no NAFTA, you name it. We'll get to that. Second thing that I think you need to know, despite the media claiming that everybody hates Trump, and listen, I understand you're disappointed because he signed the omnibus bill. I get it. But the Rasmussen Daily Presidential Tracking Poll today has Trump at 50% approval. You'd think, you know, with all the media reporting, you think he's the worst person, the most hated person, the most pathetic job of a president in the history of this country. Yet again, he's at 50% approval, which probably means he's closer to 60. But this is incredible stuff. Blue wave. If Republicans lose, it's only because of Republicans, not Trump. Third thing I think you need to know, and this is a big deal too, China, story of the Washington Free Beacon. The Chicoms, uh, they have a directive that has leaked out to the media somehow. This is this is crazy, isn't it? This is nuts. But they are directing um, more theft of American technology and science secrets, trade secrets. They want they want to recruit Americans in the tech sector with access to trade secrets, and they want to um, corrupt them. Whatever it is, they want our technology. They are our enemy. This is this is incredible. This is people need to know what China really is, and at least Trump is calling them out. He's trying to you know listen. We're at a trade war right now. We're doing things. Things are happening. Wheels are in motion. Three things I think you need to know uh now um i i observed on twitter that kelly ward retweeted trump's tweet one of trump's tweets about this uh this situation of mexico letting a bunch of people come up and become illegal aliens in this country not stopping him nothing like that uh and yet the alleged border hawk the faux border hawk uh, martha mcsilent has been silent nothing on she is such a strong proponent of border security that she's silent on this isn't that crazy silent on it but kelly ward is not and she joins us now uh, from the road, I believe, somewhere in Arizona. Hi, Kelly. How you doing? Hey, good. I, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I hope, you, I hope you had a wonderful Easter like we did. And I'm not on the road. I'm actually inside my house oh. in Lake Havasu City, which is amazing because uh, I, I'm not here nearly enough. I'm all over the state. I, you know what? And, and what's the weather down there? It's, it's probably in the mid to upper 80s there also, or will it's be at least, beautiful. right? Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Okay, fantastic. Well, look, what uh, I saw you uh, your tw- your tweet about um, the the caravan. I'm just I'm shocked. I'm amazed. I'm disappointed. I'm frustrated. I'm angered that Trump is the only politician. I have not seen any other politician give any reaction to these people that want to come up through Mexico. Mexico's letting them do it. Come up to our country illegally, claim asylum, disappear into America. This is insane. Yep, it it definitely is. I mean, and since I don't consider myself a politician, but a statesman, I think that's why I was mentioning it as well. If you think about an embedded BuzzFeed reporter, okay, I don't know if that's a a good source or not, but there's a guy or a girl traveling with more than uh, more than uh, 1,200 foreign nationals from Central America who are caravanning across Mexico. So Mexico didn't stop them at their southern border, and they, it doesn't seem that they're stopping them as they uh, maraud across Mexico to get to our four tiny strands of barbed wire at our uh, southern border. You know, I was just down there with, uh, with rancher Jim Chilton, and I saw those four t- tiny strands of barbed wire. They are not going to stop more than a thousand marauders from coming across our border and hoping to benefit from the catch-and-release policies that um, are currently in effect. You know, and remember, Martha voted nine times for amnesty. Nine times, at least, that we have. There's probably a few more out that we haven't found yet. But whenever D.C. starts talking about amnesty, which is what they have been talking about again and again and again, 
people from other countries think, hey, I want to get in on the act. And, and President Trump, you know, said basically just that. And that's why he said, we're going to build the wall. The DACA deal is dead. And I said, hallelujah. You know what? Yeah, thank God for that. After he offered a deal, and I knew it was, you know, the Democrats would never take it, and he just exposed them for exactly what they are. They don't want to solve problems. They just want to run on things to get elected. Um, but, you know, Trump is is really doing something. He's back to campaign Don after he totally screwed up with the omnibus bill. And I, I said, not like he listens to me, but I said, he, if he wants to get the support of people, he needs to go back to campaign Don. And he he was pretty forceful and pretty strong on Mexico for not doing uh, their job. Now, the Mexican foreign minister, Luis, whatever his name is, claims it's an inaccurate news story. And we work together all the time. He's like Baghdad Bob. Can we really trust Mexico when it comes to border security? Well, um, I think history is what we should be looking at, and the answer is definitely no. Um, they have very strong immigration laws for people coming into their country. However, um, they seem to want to facilitate to allow people to come across our border um, because it benefits Mexico. Mm-hmm. Many people do come to the United States from Mexico and send money back to Mexico, which stimulates their economy and harms our economy. We can't continue to allow that. I actually am sick and tired of the media and the left equating open borders as the moral and the righteous thing to do. And and we all know that there's nothing moral about heroin pouring into our country or thousands of kids and women being trafficked or gang members walking free and actually being inside our schools or illegal guns flooding the country or or criminals, you know, walking around inside our cities and inside the United States. There's nothing moral. There's nothing righteous about that. What we need to do if we want to be a sovereign nation and a nation of laws is we have to secure the border, and that means build the wall. We, we need a physical barrier as a symbol of a right and a wrong way to come into this country and as a way to slow down all of those things that are come in, coming in illegally so the Border Patrol can actually do their job of keeping people from setting foot on uh, United States soil. Kelly Ward is who you're listening to on KNST AM 790. Is there anything that the president could do right now? If you were Senator Ward right now um, and, and the president is making his statements, could you contact the president if he contacted you? What could he do? Could he deploy National Guard? I mean, literally these 1,500 people are going to come up here, say the word asylum, and say, all right, show up for court in three years when we have an opening. And they're, gonna, well, they're never going to show sure up. I'm sure that we have Border Patrol agents. There are a lot of great Border Patrol agents that are out there that are working hard but might be stuck in Tucson. Um, we know where this caravan of 1,200, 1,500 people is. It's not as though they're invisible. Heck, BuzzFeed is there reporting mm-hmm. on the ground. Go to wherever they plan to cross our border and turn them back and say, no, no, you don't have the papers to come in and send them back. Man, uh, what do you think about uh, Trump hitting 50 percent on Rasmussen again? And I mentioned this at the beginning of the, of the segment that if, if you watch the news, Trump is the dumbest person ever. He's the worst president. Nobody likes what he's doing. He's wrong. He's terrible. Yet he, he presidents don't generally hit 50 percent approval ratings, especially this far into a term. And he's right. at 50 percent approval already. 
I mean, I think it's, it's great. And, you know, I'm traveling all around Arizona, and I can tell you that the people of Arizona love Donald Trump. You know, there's a few of the blue resist, you know, persist, protester, pink hat wearers that are still out there living with Trump derangement syndrome. But, you know, people who are living in reality understand that the, under the leadership of this president, the economy is thriving. There's more money in their pockets. Regulations have decreased so businesses can thrive and they can employ more people. Uh, he's been the most pro-life president that we've ever seen. He, you know, he, he has done so much of what he talked about when he campaigned because he isn't a politician. And he didn't let, let those things that politicians often let get in their way. Uh, that will never work. We've tried that before. He thinks outside the box and he gets things done. And, you know, it was great because Sebastian Gorka was here uh, last week, Friday, Thursday and Friday, uh, campaigning with me, supporting me and endorsing me. And he said what he sees, and he's been with the president, you know, day in and day out when he was on the campaign trail and inside the White House. And he said that, that Donald Trump and Kelly Ward are very similar. That, that we, and, I, you know, that, of course, touches my heart oh, yeah. because we are both results-oriented. He's a builder. He has to get things done. As a physician, if I don't get things done, if I don't get results, people can die. And so Donald Trump needs results-oriented people in Washington, D.C. with him, reinforcements, so that he can accomplish the things that are going to keep America great. Are we, what, two months, three months since you challenged Martha and Joe Arpaio to debates? Has Martha Uh, ever responded? Yeah, they're still crickets. Uh, actually, I've heard that Joe has said on the campaign trail that he doesn't think he's going to do that. Uh, and mm. Martha has studiously been pretending that I don't exist. And, You're not uh, the only and one. you know, I, I think that that's harmful to both of them because this is a big, a big race. This is a, a very important slot, and Arizona has an opportunity to do something amazing. And to think that Martha, in particular, wants you to decide based on fluff mail pieces that arrive in your mailbox saying that she's a pilot and she was in the military, great for her, and I honor her for her service, but that doesn't translate into being a great legislator. She's shown that in, in the Congress. Um, she's, you know, um, either way. And also, fluff ads on TV. She's going to have a lot of money. She's going to be playing a lot of fluff ads to try to convince people that she is something that she's not. We have, you know, we should have those debates on the issues so that people can see the candidates under pressure. They can hear where we stand on policy issues. We can talk about our records and either promote them like I will or try to spin them like the other two would have to and, um, and really send a person to Washington, D.C. who can do the job that we all want done. That's me. I'm the person that can do the job, do it well, and um, make Arizona proud of their United States senator. Look, uh, you know, you've always been available. I literally sent a message to your team probably about uh, 35 minutes ago, and you were available a few minutes later. Um, and, and, you know, Ryan, for a joke, emailed Martha's crew again and got a generic response back. Um, yeah. and, and to me that, you know, the fact that she won't come on this show, she won't respond to you, it's because she doesn't stand up for her convictions. I don't think she has any beliefs. Well, you have to look, too, at look at her Facebook and, and her Twitter, because most of the, the responses are from fake profiles. I mean, there, there are so many pro, that, are, that are positive. Sorry, the positive response. Uh, whenever these kids become her interns, they're given the, the passwords to literally hundreds of accounts 
so that they can either attack the opponent or prop up Martha. Wow. And, and so if you, I mean, if, if her staff can't answer the phone, if she has fake profiles, um, if she's created a, you know, trying to create a persona via mail and TV that is untrue, that should tell you she's not the person you want in Washington, D.C. You want the person that actually has real relationships with the people in our state, not just the hoity-toity, you know, big money people, with all of us, because we are a representative republic. And so we need some representation. We need a person that will actually listen to the people and then do the job in the right way, not the politically right way, the, the patriotic right way, so that we keep this country moving forward. That'd be nice. Uh, Kelly Ward, what's the website where people can go? And, uh, and, and by the way, uh, campaign, how's it going? You still have Ed Rollins running everything, which is fantastic. Is, is it helped with uh, fundraising and things like that? Are you going to have some money to spend as well? Yes, we are, and Ed Rollins is great. He's he's um, definitely on board. We're doing a series of donor calls, so if people want to get in on those calls, get in on the donating, and we would love to have you on the call so you can hear from Ed directly yourself. Uh, we just brought on Sean Dow as our political director, so we're stepping up our ground game now. It's already great, but now we're going to organize that army of people across the whole the whole uh, state of Arizona to uh, to put them to work and get people to the poll so we win this thing. And people can join the effort at kellyward.com, K-E-L-L-I-W-A-R-D.com. You can sign up to volunteer, to get emails, to donate money, to find out about events. We'd love to have you. And join the conversation on social media at kellywardaz, K-E-L-L-I-W-A-R-D-A-Z, because the interaction on my pages is real (laughs) with me and with other people who like me and who don't. And I'd love to have you all there, too. You know, and, and just finally, since you had Sebastian Gorka uh, with you last week, uh, this, just a few days ago, actually, up yeah. in Scottsdale, um, I mean, did he say anything to you about, you know, about President Trump? I mean, I know he compared you and he, he results-oriented, that's great. What was it like working in the White House, dealing with him on a day-in and day-out basis, that kind of stuff? Any insight there? You know, I think he loved being there. He he really respects Donald Trump as a person, as a, a person of principle. Um, and also he talked about how intelligent he is and how connected and plugged in he is with everything that's happening around the country and around the world. And and um, and I, I know that, too. When I talked to the president, he was uh, so quick on his feet. He... Um, he he is an amazing man, and I can't wait to get to Washington to work with him. That's really, and, and next yeah. time we bring someone, we're going to try to get him down to Tucson. We did bring a bus up from Tucson to see the Gorka event in Scottsdale. We went up to Prescott with with Sebastian, and um, they they were mad for him uh, because no one comes to the rest of the state. And so we're trying to get people <laughs> around the rest of the state so that they're not left out. We know the great state of Maricopa is great, but guess what? The great state of Arizona is amazing. Yes. And listen, man, I mean, I, I miss watching Gorka destroy CNN and MSNBC hosts on a daily basis. Yes. It was just entertaining. He's a smart dude, smart yes. as a whip. So. Yeah, no, he's great. He's great. And we were, we were very, very blessed to have him and, and so glad. And he was such a nice person, too. Uh, just very low maintenance and uh, uh, just great with every person he met. All right. Well, Kelly, thank you for the time this morning. Thanks for your comments on the caravan of people and what you would do. And uh, we'll get you on again soon, okay? All right. Sounds great, Garrett. Have a great day. You too. Take care. That is Dr. Kelly Ward. Uh, Martha McSilent remains silent, uh, not saying anything, nothing on her Twitter account about this whole situation, even though it's been reported throughout the weekend. Uh, She's such a border hawk, but unless something's been poll tested and approved, I guess there's nothing to be said. We'll continue. 880-KNST.
880-567-8080-5670. We have more on this, but we also have to get to a story where uh, students outed a teacher. Teacher comparing Nazis to Republicans. The school tried to make an excuse for it. I'll get you that coming up. KNST, it's really that good. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Normally, you'd be pretty upset if another guy was stimulating your wife. But in a strange way, you like it. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yep. Just ask your wife. Ryan was waiting for that for oh, about a week now. You are not wrong. How'd you know? You read my mind. I get, I've <laughs> never seen you so up. And I mean, I granted, again, Ryan sits here drinking his coffee. He's got this carafe of coffee. Why don't you fill it up so people can hear it on the microphone? Do you, is there room for you to fill up your 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 cup with your carafe of coffee that you brew in here? Oh, oh yeah. He's telling me he's got some Hawaiian roast now because he's like, you hear that? Oh, yeah. You know what that sounds like? Delicious. I have to do a short segment because then I have to go to the anyway. <laughs> uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, about fifteen hundred people, eighty percent from Honduras, coming up across the southern Mexican border through Mexico, into America. They want to come to America. They are coming. There's a BuzzFeed reporter embedded with them. He's talking about how Mexican immigration agents step aside, let these people all walk through. So they're in Mexico illegally, and they're saying, we want asylum. Why don't they get it from Mexico? Oh, they want to come to America for free stuff. Oh, Trump is the only politician calling them out, saying we need to stop this caravan. Mexico, you need to do more. We need the wall. You know what? No more DACA, he said. DACA is done. We need the wall. He is call- He's the only one calling them out. He said, our country is being stolen. It is literally being stolen. Why aren't other politicians saying anything about this? Again, Martha McSilent has been silent on it. And again, Mexico is involved in this, and they, they're, of course, denying it. But yes, they are. Second thing that I think you need to know, Trump's approval in Rasmussen has popped to 50%. 50%, 5-0, despite the media coverage of he's the worst, he's the dumbest, he's the this, he's the that. Apparently, people like what he's doing. Third thing I think you need to know, China, as he says, China, China. Great. I mean, unbelievable story. It's a horrible story, but it's a it's informative. Uh, Washington Free Beacon. The Chinese Communist Party has authorized an aggressive program to steal American science and technology information. They want to recruit Americans in the tech sector that have access to trade secrets, right? Trade secrets. That's according to an internal party directive. They are a big time enemy. Bigly. Three things I think you need to know. Um, I get having a carpet cleaning truck named after you is the best. Yeah, I don't think that's bad. Do you? It's like a legacy now. After all, nobody has ever heard of the broadcast hall of fame outside of radio people. Honestly, I have, I'm in radio. I haven't even heard about that. Don't you understand yet? I don't care about awards. <laughs> Who gives a crib? You know what I care about? A job and a paycheck. You can win as many awards as you want. You end up, uh, you know, on the unemployment line. That's that sucks. I don't. I don't need to get an award from people that I think are stupid in this industry. But that's just me. So yes, I'm much more excited. You want to know why? Because that's hard work. That's actual real results. An advertiser has gotten such unbelievable results thanks to you. A little bit of me, but mostly you. That they named a freaking truck after me. That's pretty freaking cool. Who gives a crap out of the Broadcast Hall of Fame? Care? I told you I'm going to live on in infamy. How is that? Jews can't be, we're not supposed to be cremated. So I said, that's fine. I want to be 
uh, put up in an airtight uh, chamber so I don't uh, wither away. I want to be propped in front of a microphone. I want to have loops of my radio show playing so even when I'm dead, people still have to listen to what I have to say. I've said that before. Oh, yeah? Maybe we can do this. Takes a special kind of guy to pull off those pants. That could be one over thing. Over and over and over again. That could be one thing. Push the button and you'll get... I like Wham songs. Mm-hmm. Well, greatest hits. Greatest hits. It would just go back and forth. Hey, Takes the- a special kind of guy to pull off those pants. Thank you. 28 minutes ago... I like Wham songs. 28 minutes ago, Martha McSilent tweeted something. And I don't think it was her, obviously. Her tweet was, Women's History Month may be over, but women still have a reason to celebrate. The Tax Cuts and Jobs Act is making our economy stronger, and that's helping women across America. Read my thoughts in the local paper below. So uh, her team is tweeting out an op-ed that she wrote because she won't actually have one-on-one communication. Just letting you know. Yeah, we had Kelly Ward on. By the way, an hour from now, 940, we're going to have Jessica Vaughn, Center for for Immigration Studies, talk about uh, what they are seeing and hearing with this group of about 1,500 people soon to be here as illegal aliens uh, coming across uh, Mexico to the American border. Mexico stepping aside for that. We'll get to that with Jessica because the Center for Immigration Studies has been all over this. Uh, First, though, there's this uh, this story that I I saw. Um, Apparently, there was a school, a teacher, Put up a flyer in class, right? Put up a flyer in class that compares Republicans to Nazis and Nazis to Republicans. And I was like, wow, um, this is this is new. This is a good one. We have audio because uh, kids have cell phones now. I don't know if you realize that. So kids have the cell phones and... They taped the student, uh, they, they, they taped the teacher. The teacher got called out for this, right? The kids were mad. They were like, can you please take down that? Because they're, you know, amazingly enough, in high school, there are kids that actually are, they identify as Republicans. What a crazy concept, huh? So she gets in an argument with them and doesn't want to take it down. And they catch her on. I'll tell you where this happened in one second, but just listen to the uh, listen to the teacher and the students. Here we go. Support the cause. Yeah, keep the amendment. But today, another group of Rockledge High School students. No, 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 that's, that's not that's not that's the wrong one. Sorry, I'm going to give the number. It's number 109. Here we go. That voice right to express his opinion, and we should really get more of that. No, not so like you're that. saying that it's wrong. Not like, no, it's wrong. Oh, so you said he shouldn't do it. It wasn't his property. It was on the property of somebody else. You may not like it, but it's the truth. And if it was, if it was something really serious, that was that was because it was. You call us Nazis. That was a student. I couldn't tell if that girl who was recording it on Snapchat was crying or laughing. That was Adams Center High School in Nebraska. Right. She heard the teacher. No, no, it's right. She's defending it. Now, the school says, listen, listen, listen. The teacher doesn't share the, the views that are expressed in this flyer and this printout. It was, it was just a writing prompt. It was a thing. Now, it says on this flyer, Americans are 20 times more likely to be murdered with a gun than people in uh, other developed countries, and they have a swastika... And it says versus and then the Republican elephant. 
And it has, like, I guess, comparisons. The Nazi Party, the Republican Party, and similarities. And it says, any questions? The truth hurts. So the student said, you got to be kidding me. Take that down. You heard her say that. No, 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 no. It's, it's right. You may not like it, but it's the truth. She's an English teacher. The school tried defending her. You want to know how and why? They said, uh, listen, this was just an assignment to try to teach kids about what fake news is. Yeah. Yeah. They said the flyer was posted in the classroom for students to apply critical analysis using the ACT rubric, rubric, meaning students were to assess whether the message in the flyer was reliable or fake news. That was from the, the high school itself. They said, unfortunately, commentators on social media have jumped onto to the conclusion that the teacher and the district agree with the flyer's message. That's false. Yet you heard what she said, right? The two, you could hear the teacher saying, it's truth. Was she really trying to brainwash them that way? And if they, and what a stupid thing. What a stupid thing. Uh, 8.50, coming up at about uh, 9.10 this morning, we'll get to another story. There were a group of students, you didn't hear a lot about these, did you? They, in Florida, high school students staged a walkout uh, in favor of the Second Amendment. Yes, in favor of the Second Amendment. We will get to that. It's coming up. KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word CASH to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHAR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's CASH to 200-200. Uh-huh. What's up? It's 9.09. It's Monday, April 2nd. This show has flown by. That's when you know it's good. Despite some of the things that are just quite... Uh, Disappointing, depressing, annoying, you name it. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, man, oh man, there's a, uh, they're calling it a caravan. It's a group of about 1,500 people. It could be 1,000, 1,200, 1,500, I've seen it all reported. Mostly Hondurans marching up across the Mexico southern border. Mexico, according to BuzzFeed, a reporter from BuzzFeed's embedded, the immigration officials walked aside, moved away, let these people walk right on through. And they're making their way all the way up to America. And Trump is the only politician calling Mexico out for letting this happen. He's the only one saying something needs to be done. We need the nuclear option. need 51 votes. We need tough, tough laws. We need a border wall. We need all this stuff, right? We need all this stuff. And he even said no more DACA. I'm done with the old DACA thing. Democrats had a chance. No more DACA. They, these people coming up want DACA. I mean, it's, he is the one calling them out. Nobody else is. And it's really kind of disturbing. Matter of fact, we'll play for you coming up in a second. Uh, the Trump, uh, Trump clip that he, when he called out Mexico, no other politician is doing and would ever do what he is doing. Campaign Don is back. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, see, people apparently are seeing this, despite the omnibus bill and that big mistake, the Trumpster, Hit 50% approval in the Rasmussen Daily Poll. Holy smokes. 50%. Third thing I think you need to know, and I think this is a big deal. China, the CHICOMs, a directive that was supposed to be a secret has leaked out where China has said one of our goals, our biggest goal, is to steal the technology that America has. Steal the science and technology. We want to uh, get with Americans that are involved, and we want to basically own them, bribe them, pay them off, who knows what, but they want to increase their theft of, uh, their theft of our technology and recruit Americans to make it happen in the highest tech sectors. 
That's how evil they are. They are our enemy. They are communists. And at least uh, Trump is calling out China. We're going through kind of a trade war with them. Uh, China just put a bunch of uh, tariffs on products that they know that we ship to them. Like, you want to put tariffs on our products? We'll do the same thing to you. That's fine. America first. We'll get, we'll get past it. We got to stand up to our enemies. Three things I think you need to know. Um, before we play the soundbite of the students walking, uh, walking out for the Second Amendment, can we play? We haven't done it in a while. I want people to hear it. And I'll put it on my page at knst.com and on my Facebook page. Um, can you play the, uh, the Trump? Yes, yes, 106, 106. Trump walking into Easter service yesterday with his wife and his daughter, Tiffany. Uh, media is yelling questions at him. At about, it's about the, uh, the caravan of soon-to-be illegal aliens making their way to America. Listen to this. Mexico has got to help us at the border. If they're not going to help us at the border, it's a very sad thing between two countries. Mexico has got to help us at the border. And a lot of people are coming in because they want to take advantage of DACA. And we're going to have to really see. They had a great chance. The Democrats blew it. They had a great, great chance. But we'll have to take a look. But Mexico has got to help us at the border. They flow right through Mexico. They send them into the United States. Can't happen that way anymore. Well, Thank you. Good for him, man. Right? So Trump also went off on Twitter and said Mexico has the power to stop this. And they're not doing it. So he said, you know, making a fortune on NAFTA, Mexico. Maybe I'll just change NAFTA. Maybe I'll get rid of NAFTA. Good for him. We'll get more on this in just a second, but I want to play this for you also. This is something that is pretty incredible. Uh, There is a high school in Florida where the students, there were actually two female students at this high school organized a walkout in support of the Second Amendment because they feel like they are not being heard. They don't want people to think that it's nothing but anti-gun people in high school. Right? So this, this, is, this is pretty cool stuff, isn't it? So they, you didn't hear about this. This, didn't, this did not make national news, did it? No, no. I mean, that's shocking that it didn't, right? Media doesn't want you to know this stuff. So this, these students at this Florida high school walked out on Friday in support of the Second Amendment. Uh, it's in Central Florida. Uh, Rockledge High School is where this took place. A lot of the students wearing shirts and signs, I support the right to bear arms, guns don't kill people, people kill people. Some wore the Make America Great Again hats, that kind of stuff. Um, the principal said she treated the, the school treated the Second Amendment walkout exactly the same way it treated the Walk at the that took place two weeks ago. Both events, she said, were completely student-driven. This actually was the other one. It was just a copycat thing. But uh, you don't think his teacher had the guts to say no? We're not letting that happen. After <laughs> what, what would happen to this lady if she did that? Right. Anyway, listen to part of the news story from WFTV down in Florida. Here we go. Support the cause. Yeah, keep the amendment. But today, another group of Rockledge High School students said not every voice was heard. I'm pro-Second Amendment. I wouldn't mind deeper background checks, of course, but Second Amendment will not be infringed. Anna Delaney and Chloe Deaton were the organizers for Rockledge High School's pro-Second Amendment walkout. The two said they respect the opinions of those who might disagree with them, but the students think their beliefs should be respected, too. I'm just saying that we should not let our rights be taken because someone else does something wrong. 
Delaney also told us today she supports the idea of unidentified, specially trained faculty being allowed to carry on oh. school campuses. Oh. There are many people that don't agree, but we have just as many that agree with us and are going to come out here today and support us. Today's walkout was orderly and brief, lasting about 20 minutes. Didn't start any trouble. It was about 75 students. Uh, one of the two girls that that basically organized this, Chloe Deaton, a sophomore, she wore a shirt that said, my rights don't end where your feelings begin. I dig it. This, you mean nobody stopped traffic? Nobody stopped traffic. There were no Walmarts looted. Um, no fights. Nothing like that. Hmm. Nothing like that. By the way, uh, there's more on the the school where there was the shooting. Marjorie Stoneham Douglas. The story, uh, NRA TV. Dana Loesch does a story for NRA television. And um, apparently there are a lot of students that don't think that they are being represented either. And they say, the ones that you're seeing, you know, the hogs of the world and the girl and the Cameron Caskies, the anti-gun students, they do not represent us. So one staff member, I don't know if it was a teacher, it says faculty member, spoke on the condition of anonymity. Isn't that sad? Like all these other anti-gun people can come out and say what they want. One comes out for it. I, nobody needs to know who I am. So anyway, I, a faculty member from that school spoke on NRA TV on the condition of anonymity and said, I've had some students approach me privately to talk to me about it. But I should note that those student activists, none of them were ever in any danger during this whole thing. Oh, none of them except for the one girl, Samantha Fuentes. And the staffer from Stoneman Douglas High School continued, but I have students in my class that were shot, but you don't see them. They have the most personal experience of anyone except for that one girl. Instead of what David Hogg, Emma Gonzalez, Cameron Caskey, the rest of them, right? Students privately reveal to the staffer their thoughts when they see one of their classmates on TV or hear him on the radio. They say the those those students do not do not support what the ones on TV and the radio are saying and are doing in the public. That's what the faculty member said. Many of the unknown students do not support what Gonzalez, Hogg, and Kasky are saying. Quote, there have been a lot of my students that have spoken to me about it privately and they've told me word for word as well as paraphrasing that these kids don't speak for all students. So apparently there are a lot of students that disagree, but what does the media want you to hear? Only the ones that push their agenda. That's what it comes down to. And again, people are afraid to talk because, well, because if they talk, then they could be attacked, right? That's how it is. 918 on KNST AM 790. One more uh, kind of an awkward story, a stupid story. It's true. So baseball's happening now, right? Leave it to wacky Seattle to do this. Um, at Safeco Field, an elementary school sung the national anthem. You'd think that'd be nice, right? Elementary school sang the national anthem. Two of the elementary school kids took a knee. Mm-hmm. You think they thought of that on their own? I mean, my son's five. He'll be in kindergarten in August. He's not in elementary school yet. He has no idea what's going on. These are elementary school students. Is that? I guess that's considered K through five, huh? You think, Six. 
Wait, six? No, K through no, eight. Five. No, wait, no, K no, through five. five. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's only K through two. Yeah, yeah. I went uh, to a K through three, and then there was intermediate school, four, five, six. It's back in the old days. Anyway, um, so two students took a knee while performing. Some guy for um, USA Today, Stephen Ruiz, wrote about this. Right? You know, uh, we've seen uh, something. This might be a first. Two elementary students took a knee while performing the the anthem at the Seattle Mariners game at Safeco Field. And then he writes, ready for this? As we've seen in the wake of the Parkland shooting, kids these days are not going to accept being spectators for important discussions regarding the communities in which they live. The future is in good hands. Is that a reporter or is that an editorial? Yeah. Really? It's in good hands? Get a clue, dude. I mean, we went through the whole thing about how it was all made up. And the, the crowd, we went over on Friday. The crowd at the Parkland, or at the March for Our Lives protest in D.C. was not the crowd that the media told you was there. It was a lot older, not as many teens, you name it. Anyway, uh, that's the latest when it comes to that. Now, there's also a story I want to get to uh, in the L.A. Times about illegal well, Mexicans crossing the, the border and then getting caught and sent back and stuff like that. And they're, they're weighing, should we cross again? Is it worth A lot of them are saying, no, it's not worth it. They've been caught three, four times. It's just not worth it. It's, it's funny. You hear all kinds of stories. There's more people getting over easily. There's less people getting over easily. There's more people coming over because Trump, what he wants to do is not happening, blah, blah, blah. But what I thought was interesting was the jobs these people were doing. The jobs. And it's like one of the number, if, you know, besides safety, it's, a, it's right there, neck and neck for the top reasons as to why we shouldn't just let these people come to this country. So I'll get that to you. Wait till you hear what they did for a living. These people. It, I mean, they say it right then and there. It's coming up. Morning Ritual. Garrett Lewis. KNST AIM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, man. Should we put that in the next one and the next thing we do for Zero Res? I anyway, probably. Uh, okay. They'll, they'll be happy about that. Uh, 926, sunny 85 today. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. I have, uh, if you like it and follow it, I have the 40-second video where you see a good chunk of the uh, 1,500, uh, the caravan of people, 1,500 people traveling across Mexico illegally, claiming they want asylum. They're not getting it from Mexico. They're pushing them up to America. Uh, it's there for you. We're going to talk to Jessica Vaughn, Center for Immigration Studies, in about 13 minutes uh, about this whole situation, what it's like on the ground, um, what can be done. You know, why isn't there a bigger outrage? All kinds of stuff like that. All kinds of stuff like that. So that's, that's coming up. Do not miss it. All right. Uh, now, there's a story in the L.A. Times, one of these stories that I just found kind of fascinating, um, just from the, the details, right? It, the, the headline was, for deportees at a migrant shelter on Mexican border, an agonizing choice. Turn back or try crossing again. Came out over the weekend. Um, and it talks about migrants sitting out for breakfast, blah, 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 everything else, you know, and there's always the sob story, blah, blah, blah. But what I thought was interesting are the jobs. Right? You used to be in America, you could do these jobs and raise a family. You could make it. Uh, not so much, right? Um, we'll see what happens, is the quote said Pablo Batello or Bateo Garcia, 20, a baby faced house painter with unfinished braces on his teeth and a nine month old daughter at home. Hmm. Okay. Uh, then there's another guy, Luis Duran, said he was stopped by police in tiny Alton, Utah, days before and swiftly deported. 
He had lived in the U.S. since 2001 and left behind three sons, ages 7, 3, and 2, and he missed them. Well, I bet he did. Duran, 36, framed houses for a living in Utah. You know, wouldn't he? This guy would qualify as DACA, wouldn't he? If he filled out the paperwork, he's 36 now. If he's been here for 17 years, that means he was 19 when he got here. Isn't that DACA? Isn't that DACA? Everybody, everybody's DACA and Dreamer. That's what the media wants. Anyway, so this guy framed houses for a living. He framed houses for a living in Utah and knew he would be paid far less for such work in his hometown of Puebla, Mexico. He wasn't sure he could cross the border again without any up in, in detention long term. I can't make money here in Mexico, but I have three deportations. That's enough. So again, Mexico. Mexico. Sending up people. And why do you think the Chamber of Commerce and big business, why do you think they want these people here? Uh, because it's cheap labor. People would be able to make a lot of money framing houses. Well, Gary, you want this, you know, that brand new, brand new home. The price is going to go up. No, the market determines the price. Market determines the price. If people aren't willing to pay, then it's not going to happen. But all these, all these jobs, these are, these are jobs that could have been done by Americans. You ready? Heriberto Garcia, 32-year-old construction worker, sitting across from this Luis Duran agreed. They were in a bind. He was deported the day before, had a 10-year-old son in Houston, where he was stopped and detained for driving without a license. That's why we don't want a driver's license here in Arizona. He had been deported before in 2013. He said, we can't work in Mexico. See, I think Mexico needs to work on their own problems. That's another thing about this article. I mean, it's just right there for you. Mexico needs to, to figure out what the hell to do. He said in his home state of, yeah, Guana, Guanajuato, something, whatever. It took family connections to find work. Garcia had a friend who started robbing cars for a living. He said, when they deport us, they force us into a life of crime. You already broke the law. I might have to do it. You know what? It doesn't... I, listen, it sucks. I get it. Fix your own damn country, right? American lawmakers, Flake and McCain, they should be calling out Mexico for letting this happen. Here's another one. In the shelter kitchen, deportee Carlos Villarreal said he had given up on ever returning to the U.S. Villarreal, 40, construction worker from rural Mexican, uh, Western Mexico, crossed the U.S. In illegally in 1995. He worked across the South making good money rebuilding homes in New Orleans after. Hurricane Katrina. Again, all these jobs, wages forced down, right? Forced down bigly. This is why it's America first. We need wages to rise here. You should be able to frame houses and be able to own a, own a home, raise a family. But when you get paid, you know, I, I've read a story also, I meant to bring this up a couple weeks ago. I saw a story, I think it was in the LA Times. 45 bucks an hour they were paid back 15, 20 years ago to frame a house. Now it's 11 bucks an hour. And the reason is because you have people coming across the border illegally willing to do it for that price. Market sets the price. That's it. It's terrible. <clears throat> That's why I commend Trump for calling out uh, Mexico for more of this. By the way, real quick, I got, a, I got a, uh, an email. One listener, Steve, said he called McSally's office in D.C., said he'd be actively campaigning against her if she didn't get off her butt and stop acting like McCain. She needs to address the caravan. She's shaping up right now to be another career politician with no care for the constituency that she's supposed to represent. So I said, what was the reaction of the person in the office? He writes, it was a guy. He was kind of dumbfounded. I asked him if he had gotten the whole message without censoring or filtering and made it clear I wanted her to know I'd be online actively campaigning against her. And he just kind of stuttered, uh, yes, sir, I have it. We'll see. 
Speaking of the caravan, Center for Immigration Studies has been all over this. It's a great website, CIS.org, great organization. Jessica Vaughn, who's on all national shows, cable and radio, you name it, she joins us in about uh, six minutes to talk about the latest going on with this caravan because they've been all over it, all over it. And now Mexico's playing stupid on this, and they know all about it. She'll give us all the details that you want to know. In about six right now on KNST, here's Fox. Yes, 940, thank you for hanging out. Three things that I think you need to know. Number one, a caravan. I love the you know, Dodge caravan and people here. About 1,500 people, mostly Hondurans, 80% estimated to be Hondurans, uh, rolling up through the southern border of Mexico illegally. Mexican border agents, immigration agents, they are turning their backs, letting them walk right through because they're on the way to America to claim asylum. It's so bad in Honduras that they can't get asylum in Mexico, but they want to come to America, right? Trump is the only politician to call this out. I've not seen any other. Maybe I'm missing it. We'll talk to Jessica Vaughn in just a second about that. But he is calling out Mexico. He is calling, no more DACA. We're done with DACA. We need the wall. We need the nuclear option to have 51 votes, do something in the Senate instead of 60. Campaign Don is back. Second thing I think you need to know, Don hit 50% in the Rasmussen Daily Tracking Poll, 50% approval. You didn't see that coming if you just watched the media, right? You think he's the worst person ever, and he's just like Russian. Nope, apparently people are digging it, even though he screwed up with the omnibus. Third thing that I think you need to know, China, as Trump says. China, this is a big deal. That won't get a lot of play, but it should. China's an enemy. Trump is, is messing with them right now when it comes to fair trade and everything else. They've taken advantage of us for a very long time, and our businesses stupidly went along with it. So China... Uh, a directive came out from their Communist Party. They want to basically steal. They have a directive to steal more of our technology and to work with Americans in high-tech sectors to compromise them to hand over the technology. Isn't that just nice? Yeah. Uh-huh. And Trump's uh, he's acting tough. That's why the market's down right now because it's all about the tariffs. China's trying to play a trade war. you got to stand up for America. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, now let's talk about this caravan of people coming uh, up here because we've gotten great analysis. If you go to CIS.org, uh, and follow some of the people from the Center for Immigration Studies on Twitter. They give great analysis of this stuff. And Jessica Vaughn is here with us because we love Jessica, and she does great work for this country and for the Center, uh, Center for Immigration Studies. Jessica, how you doing? Hope you had a happy Easter. I did. Thank you, Gary. Glad to be with you. So um, all of a sudden, there's this mass amount of people. Is 1,500 about the right? I've seen 1,200. I've seen 1,500. Is, is that the estimate of people that are coming up through Mexico, mostly from Honduras to America? That's about right as far as I've seen uh, reported. Um, yes, I, I'm calling it the walkathon for open borders. Oh, there you go. It's so sad. So sad. So they're coming up here, and the Mexican government's in on it. That's why they're, I mean, they're supposed to have some pretty tough border laws down there in Mexico and immigration laws and everything else, right? And, and, and then the, the agents from, from Mexico are turning their back, letting these people walk right through Mexico. Right. It's, it's, it's almost like a caricature of what you would expect Mexican immigration law enforcement to be like, as if they kind of, the one account I read, the immigration officer saw them coming and decided to go take a, a lunch break. Oh, my God. <laughs> they kept going. It's uh, ridiculous. You know, Mexico criticizes us for enforcing our immigration laws. They have, Their laws are tougher than ours are, um, and, and they're just, they know, I mean, the, the unofficial Mexican policy, frankly, as explained to me by a top Mexican immigration official a couple of years ago, is that if they know that uh, illegal immigrants are coming to the United States, 
they just let them pass through because they can wash their hands of the problem. But, you know, what needs to happen now is uh, the president needs to make it very clear to Mexico that these people are quickly going to become Mexico's problem because the United States is not inclined to let them uh, just waltz in and say the magic word of asylum and expect that they're going to be able to live in the United States, you know, happily ever after. That it's just not going to work that way. The disastrous policies of the Obama administration are not going to be applied to this situation. In fact, I think, you know, we ought to be telling Mexico we'll help uh, turn them back as we did when this has happened before, you know, a couple decades ago and we would get these mass migration crises happening. We can do that. We're willing to do that. Uh, but, you know, if they want asylum, they can apply in Mexico. That's what international law calls for. The first safe country you come to is the place that you ask for asylum. And, um, you know, we'll help out with some humanitarian materials like food and clothing and whatnot. But um, this is not just going to be uh, a walk that ends with, you know, asylum in the United States can't work that way. You know, I, I have so many questions I want to ask, but I want to start with that Mexican official that told you the unofficial policy is to let the migrants go if they're going to end up in America. Um, how many do you think, just an, I mean, maybe you, you don't know the exact number, but you, you have to believe that American elected officials also know that, don't they? Uh, I think so. I, it, you know, if they must know. It's so obvious what's happening, and this is exactly what's been reported. And, um, you know, they, but, you know, They're some corrupt. of these same members of Congress don't seem to care if they arrive in their districts as long as it keeps their donors happy, you mm-hmm. know, as cheap labor. So, and they don't seem to care that the taxpayer is bearing the brunt of this. But, yeah. um, you know, this is an election year, and yeah. I think if, the American people see what's happening and are not going to be too happy if these people are just waved into their community. Good reason. And this is going to hurt the Republicans because they're in power. And if nothing's done, then people, uh, Republican voters, are not going to be excited to go vote for Republicans because they're like, you're not, you're not doing what you said you were going to do. So it's only going to hurt That's them. Exactly right. But this this makes the case better than anything else as to why Congress needed to give the president money for for walls and for more immigration enforcement officers, and uh, the other things that were on the president's to-do list for, you know, for Congress to cooperate with and fund. And, but they chose not to in this last budget deal. Uh, you know, and the president's going to do what he has to do, hope, you know, probably declare some kind of immigration emergency to get the, you know, authority that he needs to prevent this from coming becoming another disaster. You know, and by the way, this is Jessica Vaughn who you're listening to. She's with the Center for Immigration Studies. CIS.org is the website. Uh, man, you keep you keep throwing me off the questions that I want to ask with something else because you keep giving me these great uh, nuggets of wisdom. Um, so do you think that the president could take advantage of this crisis of these 1,500 people? Who knows how many more will follow? that want to just walk right across our border and say, I am now going to reallocate or reprioritize some of the $700 billion we got in the defense budget? We're going to put $25 billion toward the wall and call it a day? Well, you know, it, it wouldn't be the first time. Um, there have been instances before when there has been an emergency that where you, the 
federal government is allowed to reallocate money. Um, it was done, for example, when the Haitian boat people came in the mid-1990s. Uh, the federal government reallocated money. Actually, they ended up reimbursing the state of Florida because they were hit with costs for law enforcement and, and other things. Um, and, you know, and this could be the situation if they all show up, you know, near South Texas, that, you know, we'd have to, you know, compensate Texas for its costs in trying to prevent this. I mean, the best thing to do, though, is to head it off before they get here. Like, we need to say to the Mexican government, look, we're going to come help you. We're going to, you know, we did this before uh, around 2000, 2001, and say, we'll help you interdict these people, transport them back to their home country, even to help screen them for possible asylum claims. And, um, you know, obviously most of them are not going to qualify for it and, and do that so they don't get anywhere near our border. How can we do that, so they though? They quickly I, realize that this is not going to work, that you can't just pick up and start walking for the United States and, and expect that, you know, you're going to be able to, to relocate there. So you're talking about... That's the message that has to be sent. So you're talking about if the Mexicans would then stop these people from crossing the border into America or getting even close... Would that how it, how it would have to happen, or like where where would we? Because Mexico obviously just wants to let these people go, just to stick it to Trump, and and cross well, they, cross the border. They, you know, the alternative is is that the United States simply doesn't allow them to enter the United States, and then they start stacking up in Mexico. What is Mexico going to do then? You know, it's in their interest to work with us to prevent something like that from happening. That's what happened when we all of a sudden decided that we could take, you know, a huge number of asylum seekers in San Diego. Um, they started, you know, hanging around in San Diego and the Mexican, I mean, excuse me, in Tijuana, and the Mexican government started thinking, you know, this isn't so great for us because, you know, the U.S. isn't letting them in and they're not going home. Now what do we do? We have to enforce our immigration laws. Um, but, you know, that's, if, if these people have no visas to enter the United no. States, so we, but our, our people no can stop them. Asylum, yeah. We don't need to let them in. So even if they say the words asylum or whatever the coyotes that transport them have told them to say, we can just say, nah, we're good. Not working. Well, I don't think they're coming with coyotes. It seems to me they're coming with a group of community organizers, yeah, yeah. Um, supposedly to, to make it so that they don't need to use the coyotes. Of course, it'll be really interesting if they get up into cartel territory near the border to see what happens yeah. then. But I, I think that this is, this is really, uh, this is not the same type of situation as we've seen before with the smugglers doing it. This is a bunch of activists. So there's nothing that... Not, I think using these people as props to test our asylum system and to, like, try to create a humanitarian crisis, but oh. we don't need to play along with that narrative. Which is why they're doing the whole big thing of practicing having the men surround the women to try to stop the women being separated and stuff like that. It's all about the photo op. Well, that's supposedly to keep them safe crossing through Mexico oh, so sure, that they yeah. don't get preyed upon, um, which is a legitimate risk. But, you know, the truth is that they, I think these activist groups are using most of the people who are walking as props to create this uh, this kind of public relations 
situation with all these people walking toward the United States, and they they want to test our resolve, and they know that the asylum our asylum system is the weakest link in our immigration system right now, and and they want to see if they can kind of blow that open on a mass scale, and that's I think they're betting that the United States is, isn't you know going to have the guts to do anything to stop them. So does Trump just have to order? The Border Patrol agents that are standing there, when they walk up, I don't care what they say, you don't let them in, you just stop them at the border and say, turn around and go back? Well, like, is if that how they it works? actually get to the border, and it would be better if they didn't, then I think we should have some tent detention centers ready to say, okay, uh, and, and adjudicate their asylum claims quickly. The Border Patrol can keep even kids for up to 72 hours under the law, and if we can turn them around that quickly, because... You know, clearly, again, clearly these are not people who qualify for asylum. They can be told, if, if you want asylum, first ask in Mexico. Um, so, you know, without a visa, we're not uh, obligated to let them in. They can be, you know, removed under authority called expedited removal, or they could be detained in tents for a while. We have a plan already written out. It's called the Mass Migration Emergency Plan. And that's what it says to do, is to keep them in custody by the border and repatriate them quickly, and then they will get the idea that this is, you know, this is not the Obama administration where they were um, let in under the guise of being, you know, unaccompanied minors and um, asylum seekers and so on. I gotcha. Um, you know, the Trump administration doesn't have to play it that way. Well, let's hope that, yeah, let's, let's hope they don't. Listen, we might have to get, we're running out of time now, but we might have to get you on in the next day or two as they get closer to America, Jessica. Thank you so much for your expertise on this. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Good uh-huh. to talk with you. Same here. Jessica Vaughn, CIS.org, Center for Immigration Studies, right here on KNST.